Creatives Going Viral, an emergency podcast series for creative freelancers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Here to offer creative freelancers help and hope. Creatives Going Viral. Right, here we go. Um, so um, I would like to ask you how you and your company have um, been specifically affected by the COVID-19 virus. Okay, um, the immediate impact has been the cancellation of shows. So we had a number of actors in shows that weren't due to wrap or complete until May, even some of them June. And obviously with the virus that's come to um, a quick termination, in most of the cases, um, they weren't paid, obviously, because for smaller companies, it's just not feasible. Um, Some of the actors, fortunately, because they were with bigger independent companies, um, have been promised that they will get something, but it's not obviously consistent across. So we've had some actors that honestly are just bewildered by all this and found themselves in really dire straits because they had obviously forecasted this income, projected income that was going to come in to cover rent, et cetera, et cetera. And suddenly it's no longer there. And um, just picking up any jobs now is quite difficult. So it has been more of an impact for the actors at this present time. I think also, um, I think, as Lola said, I think that the difference with this situation as opposed to, I mean, shows have always closed early for various reasons, that there have always been these kind of career blips that all of us in the business have had, either as individuals or as agencies. Um, I think what makes this new scenario particularly worrying is that in past times, if a show closed early for whatever reason, um, actors and their agents were obviously very upset by that, but they did have the option of going back to whatever their day job was or a similar day job. And also, as we all do in this business, always hoping that just round the corner is the next thing. And, And it seems that in the current scenario, both those mitigating things when shows closed aren't quite as as prominent anymore um as, as lola said for a lot of actors whose day jobs are in the service industry in teaching in you know in, in all those jobs that actors do um to keep themselves going when they're between roles uh, a lot of those jobs have been closed down and, and, and in some cases have finished altogether because of the the, the virus situation um, and similarly because of the virus situation um, in the short term I mean obviously there are lots of online initiatives going on which are which are really positive but in the short term in terms of theatrical work in terms of um, even even sort of TV and film sets are, are closed at the moment, most of them. Um, so it means that that prospect of a job coming in soon to change the situation it, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't really hold out much hope in the short term. Yes, um, it's it's devastating. I think that double whammy of not only your professional job but your secondary job because we tend to work. We're all part of the gig economy in both instances, mostly. Um, so that I think that has been pretty devastating, actually. 
Well, absolutely. Uh, if you, if, if, I mean, for those who follow American publications or, or know much about the world of, um, of, of acting in, in the USA, we, over here, we tend to refer to the day job. Um, what they tend to call it in America is, is the survival job. You know, and yeah. so, and obviously, when the survival job is gone, it can make things very worrying for for you know for for this this business, regardless of the stereotype, um, it it isn't full of privileged people who have money to fall back on. It's quite often full of people who are doing you know their best to get from job to job, be that acting job, but sometimes also day job to day job. You know, so it is it is a very worrying scenario, and and I think. Um, Anybody who is feeling worried or concerned, um, obviously it's important to encourage them, but I don't think they're weak or not committed or or a, a, any other derogatory thing for feeling really concerned at the moment. I think it's terribly important to acknowledge the fear and the uncertainty of the future because it seems to me that even once this subsides, the industry as we know it is going to be changed forever. It, it, it feels like that to me. What do you, how do you feel about that? No, I, I, I agree with you totally. Um, and I think it will take a while um, for things to pick up. I just don't think we're going to wake up one morning and suddenly everything's back to normal. It is going to take a good three, six months. And you, you will. I think the situation will be where actors will suddenly actually think, I probably will need to get a day job um, to start off with before they continue pursuing their acting career because of the gap that we've seen now. So that's going to change. I think it's going to be a, a, you know, a slow uptake um, moving forward. It's, it's just not going to go back to the way it was before. I, I can't see it because of the financial impacts, because of you know illnesses, etc. cetera. Um, yes, I think it's going to take a while and it probably won't be the same. I think what's interesting also is one of the things that I think this whole situation maybe has flagged up. Uh, there's been a couple of posts um, recently. Again, I think it's, it is really important, uh, while being realistic, to keep stressing all the positive and good things that are happening and the initiatives people are coming up with. But for instance, um, several casting directors have pointed out on Twitter that um, it's not only actors who are suffering at this time, casting directors, many of whom are freelance, many of whom work from job to job, just like actors um, are, are struggling. Um, producers, if they're not huge production companies, a lot, a lot of producers, um, and quite often the producers who consistently give um give work to actors are themselves sort of struggling business-wise as well so it's it, you know it's one of those really difficult situations where um i think most of us are in the same boat and i think in some cases most of us are realizing that other people that we might have perceived as slightly more secure um are actually exactly in exactly the same boat that we are i think that's absolutely right and also um i've been I've been looking at a lot of things to do with what happens to set builders, what happens to mm -hmm. front of house staff. Um, you know, as you say, the kind of uh, halo effect for everybody, um, cameramen, you know, um, lighting designers, you name it. Uh, everybody is out of work when this happens. Um, and so I think it's far from being um, just actors um who are impacted by this. I mean, also, you know, uh, venues and buildings, because 
rent still has to be paid there and negotiations have got to go on. And if there's no income coming in, how do you keep the doors open? Um, you know, it's 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 pretty catastrophic across the board. But I suppose the positive thing about that is the fact that as we realize it's leveled the playing field to the most extraordinary extent that everybody is in the same boat. This is our opportunity for everybody to come together to try and find a way of moving on for the future. It, it's almost what I think it's it's almost like if there's an upside to this um I know um, Adam Morley is one of the people on, um, you know, on Twitter and and, and in real life um, who's always uh, encouraged and prioritised kindness in this industry. Um, and I think the stereotype of the industry, maybe to the outside world, is it can be quite bitchy, it can be quite competitive. It's all about the money. Um, but you and I know that that's that's not the reality. Most people in this business are decent people trying to make a living, whether they're agents, whether they're actors, whether they're casting directors, set builders, designers, whoever. Um, and I think it's sometimes the louder voices are the ones who are more negative. But actually, it's not just important now but essential to the survival of our business in whatever form it, it moves forward, that those voices of kindness and support and encouragement um, are, are heard, not just heard at the beginning when I, I suppose there is a certain degree of bulldog and blitz spirit at the moment and people are doing really positive things and that's to be encouraged, but to sustain that over what, as Lola said, is liable to be quite a long period, we really do need to keep exercising that kindness muscle to keep supporting each other, um, to realise that not very many of us know what's going on at the moment, so there may well be stumbles and missteps as we try and make our way forward in this new scenario. I also think that one of the perhaps positive things is the fact that because we we're doing this interview now um, via Skype because we can't be in the same room for various reasons. Um, I think that we will be looking at how we combine live events and live performances with the new technology. And thank God for the new technology, because it's as it's a, a great way of um, being able to reach out to each other, sustain each other and actually start making, you know, there's this online choir that's going across the world. I mean, there are all sorts of initiatives that you can join in with right now. That's not necessarily going to feed you in the future, but at least it keeps you part of the community because it's always been the case in this industry that when you're out of work, you're out of the charm circle. Now we're all in the same position. Let's make the circle bigger. Absolutely. And, and, and maybe also as, and you know, and, and this is the thing, it's it's important to be realistic, but it's equally important to be hopeful. And there will come a time when we look back on this and we have moved to a better place. But it would be wonderful if when we move to that better place, we can look back and say, not only did we come through this, but actually we made our industry better and we made our industry more equitable and inclusive. Um, and what's interesting is that 
for a long time, I think it's fair to say that one of the one of the things that has made the industry sometimes lean towards the privileged as opposed to the people who are getting by is is control of technology. Um, the, the, the film industry operates very much on the basis that the blockbuster studios have the big budgets and therefore they can make the decisions and they can decide who fits the star profile and who doesn't. Um, broadcasting as well can often be controlled by a small group of people who only cast people who look like them and sound like them. Um, and I think from necessity, I think we're all gonna have to start looking at technology and, and and get to know how it works and get to know how we can use that to forward what we want to do, but also hopefully use it, as you said, to connect with each other and and market each other. And I think I think there could be some really positive things that come out of this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, do you have any kind of final thoughts or bits of advice? I mean, um, but basically things that people can do to sort of keep match fit, for example. <laughs> match fit. I would say perhaps for, for actors especially um, to look at the skills that they've got, like accents. A lot of actors are always saying to me um, they want to improve on certain areas. And I think maybe now's the time just to focus on those areas which they identified themselves that they'd like to improve, like accents is a big one. Um it's 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 a tricky one, but especially if you're self-isolating, what's the best way to use your time just to do something to further enhance the excellent skills that they've got already? That's all. And um, the other thing I'll say is equity and other organisations like that are providing quite useful advice um, during this time as well for actors. Um, and I think that's it, really. Yeah, and, and I, I, I would sort of... It, say exactly what Lola has said for two reasons. I think, first of all, um, in in a time when lots of things feel outside our control, it can be very useful to decide on a few little goals that are inside our control. It could be as simple as, I want to perfect my American accent because I, I, I want to work in the States eventually when 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 flights are back and, and I'm allowed to do so. Um, so I will <laughs> devote some time every day or every second day to working on my American accent or there's some other skill or I want to update my profile. I've been meaning to, haven't got round to it. I'm going to do that now. Um, I think that I, I'd say two things though, just as, as encouragements, but also cautions. Um, technology is amazing, but technology can also take over. Um, so I'm thinking particularly social media can be a wonderful force for good, um, mm -hmm. but too much social media and too much focusing on the wrong kind of social media um, can make us more depressed rather than make us feel more encouraged. So, so we just need to be mindful of how we use that technology. And I think particularly in this time when it can feel like our only conduit to the outside world, um, and then the second thing I would say is that uh, I think it's really important to say this is that, yes, there are lots of amazing and wonderful things going on and they're to be encouraged and celebrated from, you know, online showcases and live broadcasts and communal singing. Wonderful things. But both from a health point of view and from an isolation point of view, um, 
this can be a really difficult and distressing time. Uh, it seems, we don't know very much about it, but it does seem like the virus itself tends to be a coming and going type virus. So people can feel quite ill and then better and then ill again. Uh, it seems like um, isolation is, uh, lots of people have made jokes, but it's true that we, sometimes we think, yes, great, I'm going to be on my own. I can watch the movies I want to watch on Netflix. I can eat cake for breakfast. Uh, that's fine for a few <laughs> days. But then after a while, we start to miss company. We start to feel, so we're going to have, we're, we're all, whether we're isolating or not, whether we're kind of on our own or not, we're all going to have days where we feel fearful. We're all going to have days where we feel down. Um, and what we shouldn't do is compare our worst days to other people's good days as we see them on social media or Twitter. Um, we shouldn't be afraid to be honest about how we're feeling on a given day. Yes, of course, we should all encourage each other, but equally, we should all give each other the freedom to feel real and to seek support when we need it as well. And I think, and so I mean, I suppose the, the meme that people are talking about is the, the Shakespeare wrote King Lear when he was quarantined meme that goes around a lot of the time. Um, well, I would say, for one thing, Shakespeare didn't have the pressure to write King Lear while he was quarantined, which probably <laughs> helped him do it. Um, and we, we take, take, let, let's take the pressure off ourselves and off others uh, to pretend to be what we're not. Let, 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 let's all celebrate, yes, our art and our talent, but let's all celebrate and support our humanness as well. And giving yourself permission to fail. So sometimes you thought, you know, I just can't hack it. I'm just going to lie in bed or, uh, uh, in my case, um, lie, sit up because I couldn't lie flat. I, but I do think that get up and um, try and make yourself feel a bit more normal for a bit, <laughs> if that makes any sense. That makes yes. perfect sense. And, and I think I think what's really encouraging, Sarah, is that is that you um, is, is a that you've been through that previous experience, which I, I know was very challenging. Um, but you're still here. And, and, and not only are you still here, you're, you're, you're giving your time to speak to us and to encourage other people. And uh, and and I'm sure there are things that you, as you said yourself, that you learned in that previous difficult time that is not only helping you, but that you can pass on to other people like ourselves in this time. And I think for all of us who are going through this difficult time, um, one point of hope is that in years to come, hopefully for many of us, we'll be able to look back on this time and take the lessons and, and use it to encourage sort of generations to come. You've been listening to Creatives Going Viral an emergency podcast series giving you hope and help. Tell your friends about us. Tell them to subscribe. Tell everyone to email us, creativesgoingviral at gmail.com. Subscribe to our feed for more episodes. Find us on Twitter, Creatives Going. Find us on Facebook, Creatives Going Viral. Spread the word, not the virus.